three episodes are coming to you from down south. This first one took place in Fox Fire, North Carolina. My guest is a family man, a military man, ambitious man, and a real goober. Uh, we talked about his time at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. We did some math. Uh, we talked about cultural changes and an incident when we were young that involved smashing windows with water balloons. He's been one of my best friends for a very long time, and it was cool of him and his family to invite me into their home for a few days. I love this guy to death. His name is Ian Dimmick. Not if you put your lips like this. So, no, don't do that either. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of just kind of within a few inches of it. All right, yeah, no, I'm good. <clears throat> you feel comfortable? 100%. Yeah, you feel good. Oh, you got me another coaster. I got two coasters. Do you, should I get a third one for this? No, that one's plastic. It should be all right. Okay. All right. Well. That's good. You're making my eyes water. <laughs> so, here we are in North Carolina. Yeah. How do you like it out here? It's 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 kosher. Yeah. You know? uh, I don't really have any complaints. Yeah. You've lived in a lot of spots. You were just telling me <laughs> last night, going over the the map of the United States and even Europe too. Yes, I have lived. Uh, well, I've actually only moved. I want to say. Let's just count in the back of my head real quick. Uh, Bring this over in front of your mouth just a little bit. There you go. So I count in the back of my head. I've got. Um, I moved from Oregon originally, straight out of high school to Florida. There's one place. From there, I went to back to Oregon for, I don't know, six months. And then I went back to Georgia. And then I went to um, Arizona, then Germany, and now here. So it's only been five places. And this is all because of the military? No, the first one was for college. And then this, the, the, uh, from there, it was military, yeah. Yeah. But realistically, I've only moved three times in the military. Um, it's five locations, but three times. Mm -hmm. So did you always plan on going into the military? Like, wh what did you go to school for? You went to school oh, in Florida. Yeah. Okay. What was that, what was that about? Well, um, I don't know. A lot of us didn't apply for colleges, I guess. I applied for um, Embry-Riddle. It's the only one I applied for. My parents were pretty pissed. They're like, you know, you should have applied for like four, idiot. But you got in. <clears throat> I, I got in and I got a full ride scholarship from the Air Force. But, uh, you know, Daytona Beach, Florida, and Oregon, they're two opposite sides of the spectrum there. And I really didn't have any parental control or oversight there. So and Daytona's a party town. So slowly but surely that became more important to me than school so mm -hmm. my full ride scholarship went away and uh i i was very close to dropping out of school um and i had a lot of debt because they weren't paying for college anymore you you originally had scholarships to take care of it but then once you started failing they wouldn't they wouldn't pay for it anymore yeah the way the air force works is you have to at least for scholarship wise i was supposed to be a pilot um i was seated for a couple of aircraft that fit my body uh, the A-10 was the the 
original aircraft, which I was stoked about, you know, but that doesn't mean anything. It's just like, okay, if we're looking like five years ahead, your body mass, weight, height, you know, arm length would fit this aircraft. So, you know, it's probably just like a tool they use to excite you to finish, but you're going to fly some type of, you know, you could fly a C-130, you could fly a, a F-16, but... But based on your height and your weight and everything, they'll they'll put you in a specific aircraft. What if you're what if you're six eight, three hundred pounds? You, they're like, find find a new job, dude. Uh yeah, no. I mean, I don't have the exact height and, and weight, but yeah, the, some people are too tall and some people are too short. Uh, there's there's requirements for everything. It's, it's safety considerations. It's like uh, it's kind of like being a jockey, right? You can you can really only be a jockey if you're like four foot eight, eighty pounds. Well, I mean, I don't know. They don't, yeah, probably don't want no 400 pound person, you know, <laughs> get on that horse and go around, you're going to win, you know, and the horse yeah. would be like, what the hell? Is yeah. That? You know, um, but anyway, so uh, I was partying, you know, I was uh, there, I think there's a party there every couple of months, um, and I was attending all of them. Every weekend, right? Pretty much, yeah. So uh, I was well, having fun. Yeah, what was that like? I mean, you're just like hanging out on the beach all the time, right? Well, it wasn't all just beach. Like, uh, I remember we used to try to make money. You know, I'm always a little entrepreneur here. We, I, well, I moved off campus. That's the first thing you should never do. So when you're going to college, do not move off campus because now you're opening the door to uh, mischievous things that uh, wouldn't occur were you on the campus of the college because, you know, obviously you're in a dorm and, there's bookworms in there and you there's rules you got to follow but as soon as you get in your own house you're setting the rules you're setting the you know depending on whatever if you have a landlord or whatever but you know i shouldn't move off campus if i probably would have moved off campus i would have been good you really think so at least a good for another year and a half (laughs) two years tell yourself that you know, I was getting A's, and then I moved off campus, and I was getting A minuses. So, what was what was the B's. goal? What was you? You went to that school. It was the only one that you got into. You had scholarships. It was in Florida. The goal was to fly for the military. So you you knew when you left high school to go to that college that you were going to do something for the military. It wasn't you. That were, was my intent. You weren't 100%. trying. You weren't trying to fly commercial or anything. Commercial aircraft. No, no. I was trying to fly for the military with an ultimate goal of, of flying for a weather station as a meteorologist. Flying a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. 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 And like uh, that like, can still happen, right? Well, it can, but it's not going to. Um, I think news stations will disappear before you get a license. You could get a license in like five years and fly helicopters, and there won't be any news stations to do it for. Well, I know. There's always going to be aircraft flying around. I think that's probably going to go quicker. No, that's what I'm saying. You you could get a you could get a different job flying helicopter for somebody. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. It just depends. But I don't think I'll ever get my, my, my rotary ring, rotary wing uh, license, uh, helicopter license. Um, I'll, I'll probably get a fixed wing, which I'm getting ready to do soon anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, at the, the government... Has different programs and they'll pay for that. My intentions were already have that done, but yeah, no. So, what happened then in Florida when you're partying with girls and, and drinking and hanging out? What uh, what pushed you into the next chapter? Well, um, <laughs> uh, 
Is that a hard one? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a not a hard question. Um, there's it's just it's it's a complex question. Mm-hmm. I was going to Emory Riddle, where there's two type of individuals that go there. You have individuals that have a scholarship, and you have individuals that have rich families. Um, that school is pretty. You know, I don't want to stay prestigious. That may be the wrong word to use, but. Uh, you know, you told me it was the best flight school in the country. It is, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, that, that's it. Sucks to say this, but that's that's where the flight. Uh, well, that's a whole other conversation. But anyway, um, it is very prestigious. With that being said, the every single one of my friends, they weren't, they didn't have scholarships, so their parents were rich. Mm-hmm. When I say rich, rich is a thrown around word. They were very wealthy, very well set off. They got, you know, boats for their birthdays. Uh, I'm not lying. It happened when we were there. <clears throat> um, we went to one of my friend's house, and he had received a one of those uh, Sea-Doo boats. It had like eight seats in it. It's like a wave runner, but it was a boat. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember going to their houses. I'd just be like, like big eyes the whole time, you know. Yeah. One of their moms handed me a martini. Like, we got to their house. She's like, she's throwing a martini. I'm not, I'm not lying. Like, it was like a movie, like a James Bond movie. Like, you yeah. walk in, you're like, <clears throat> she's like, how you doing, sir? Here's a martini. I was like, damn. You know, okay, here's a martini. But anyway, uh, that's that. That's how they lived their life. Um, and I was never a part of that. I was a good friend of theirs. Uh, you know, I, I was, when I was an asset to them, which, you know, friendly outgoing bringing people to the house throwing parties thinking on their feet i mean all the bills in the house were under my name because they didn't know how to pay a phone bill they didn't know how to pay a tv bill what you know you got to call someone to get cable turned on yes you do it just is automatically come on yeah i worked at uh walmart in the photo lab and one, one of my um uh friends who was also wealthy you know just for shits and giggles he Went to Walmart, worked at the photo lab with me too, which was very fun. But, you know, I had to work while going to college to pay for the house, which, hence again, don't move off campus because you don't have to pay for your dorm. It comes out of your, well, you still pay for it, but more or less comes out of your uh, yeah, but you tuition. Still, yeah, you still get some sort of allowance that you could spend on lodging, right? Or no? Once you move off campus and you're not in the dorms anymore, you have to pay for all of your rent. Oh, yeah. It comes out of your pocket. Hmm. The, the the school has a program to where... But that's what I don't understand is if they're giving you 40 grand a year as a loan, if you are in the dorms, you're saying you can take all 40 of that towards tuition. If you leave, you you none of that can go towards... 100%. Yeah, yeah. They're okay. not going to pay for you to live wherever you want. You live on campus. They have a deal. I don't know. There's brokers, whatever. Who knows? That, mm-hmm. that, that you know, correspond. They're staying in our dorms, which it's less, you know. Kids show up earlier to class, you know. They, they've got less time to walk there, more, you know, I guess, uh, and higher average of success mm-hmm. for so, individuals that are staying in the dorms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I should have stayed on, on, on campus, I guess. <laughs> That's, that's but you had a good time. Yeah, I don't regret any of it. I, I, I had a, uh, that's why I was getting my next thing. We, um, the, the parties in, in uh, Daytona, I'm using party as like there's a lot of people gathered in one area. That's not what I mean. I mean like 
the consistency of events that happened there where it was had nothing to do with curriculum were so consistent that it was very distracting you know um, yeah uh, I, I, we, we would, uh, and it was fun though, you know, the Daytona 500, I think was the biggest event we would do. Cause we try to earn money during mm-hmm. that event. Like we couldn't really earn money. <clears throat> You're talking about the NASCAR race? Yeah. The Daytona yeah. 500. Mm-hmm. So we would, we would literally get, uh, you know, shopping carts, um, from a, you know, the store or something or whatever. And we'd buy like, I don't know, 10 gallons of just water. And then we'd go buy that mixture of uh, lemonade, right? And then vodka. And we would, we would push this cart around. Hundreds of thousands of people were just walking, parking their cars all over Daytona Beach. Not the beach area, but the city, Daytona Beach, to walk and go to the races. And so they're sweating. It's, it's, it was in February, but, you know, you're in Florida. So it would get, you know, up to the 90s, you know, probably in that time frame, maybe 80s it might even been 75 i don't know but i just remember it's tiring walking two miles with chairs and crap you know trying to go to the stadium to watch the race and you know you see a cart and you know a sign lemonade lemonade with vodka you know people stop but they pay for it you know so we would do that and we'd sell uh lemonade and but you said you said a bunch of gallons of water you were watering it down no you have to mix the water to make the lemonade Oh, I got lemonade was in the okay little little pouch things you you know scoop out with a scoop. Yeah, yeah, okay. So how much how much money did you make? Oh, I don't know. I, not enough to do anything <laughs> with. But I mean, we were and you're you're probably drinking the whole time. Oh too, yeah, right? yeah. By the end of it, we were just giving it away. Like, yeah, you know, make your own, man. God, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one year we got in trouble. You know, they're like, you can't sell this unless you have a license. Oh yeah, know? dude, that's cops. That's super cops, legal. Yeah. You can't sell booze to people. No, yeah. I mean, we were. It was it was college. You mm-hmm. know, as fast as we could move our cars. I mean, I think we got into. One year we got actually into the 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 actual stadium, and we pushed the cart up to like the the first level, you know, where the levels at, and it's it's like a football stadium, but it doesn't go that high with the concrete. After a little while, you know, it it starts tapering off, and you just have to go out on the level and then walk up on the outside. But we got it up to that first level and sat down, you know, and our cart was sitting there and. We weren't selling anything at that point in time, but I mean, just the fact that we got the card in there with all that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who let us in there with it? I don't know, but they did. You know. So you're, you're living in this house and you're hanging out with a bunch of rich kids who have boats and shit. And uh, you start failing the classes. And then wh- what did you do? You're like, I'm not going to graduate college I got to figure something out. No, um, there was a lot more that went into that. I, I got in trouble. I was getting in trouble. Um, I probably got arrested, uh, I don't know, um, maybe five times. Uh, in, in the course of four years? It, it could have been ten times. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it, it <laughs> Stop was, counting. <laughs> it was a lot of times. It was for very, very minute things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, regardless, uh, what was your question? Question was, what so things started going sideways and then you had to, you had to figure out a different direction to go. Yeah. So they started going sideways. I got in trouble. Um, I had to do community service. Uh, what was that like? 
Well, there was fraternities there too that we were friends with because we threw parties with fraternities all the time. So, and they could charge community service. Like they'd have people come and clean stuff. And so, <laughs> you didn't do shit. No, 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 no. I, I had to do some community service, but I didn't have to do all 40 or 60 hours or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I, they, you know, no one never does. They find somebody, they're like, yeah, write me off eight yeah. hours. I did four. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. They may have wrote me off, you know, a little bit more. You know, who knows? I, I, I don't know, you know, but uh, I wasn't doing anything shady. I mean, you're just working with the connections you have. Yeah. Regardless, um, I lost my scholarship. The Air Force was like, hey, you know, we'll still pay for your college, but you've got to finish, graduate, and then after you've graduated and have a degree, then we'll pay for your college and send you to flight school. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have enough money to do that. I couldn't take out any more loans um, because before they were paying for it, and then I had to take out a huge lump sum loan to cover what they were supposedly paying for until I got kicked out of the program. Yeah. And then uh, at one of my court hearings, you know, the judge was like, hey, you know, you're going to join the Army, you're going to pick MOS, and we're going to make this go away. So he told you what to do? Yeah, he said that. He, he gave me an option. He said, you can do this, or we'll go this other route and see what your lawyer has to say, and you can continue down this hole that you're digging yourself in mm -hmm. Daytona Beach uh, because you were here, now you're here. I'm going to give you option to go back to here or you can keep going down. That's, Good luck. That sounds pretty unique. It sounds like he was really kind of helping you out. I'm sure he was. Yeah. That doesn't seem like something that usually happens. Well, people are court ordered to join the military all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know necessarily. I was really court ordered. I, I mean, I would say that was the option. Um, if you don't do this, then this is what's going to happen. Was that a tough um, decision to make? No, at that point in time, I just wanted to get better. How much debt did you have? Um, I was over $115,000 in debt for college. Jesus. Alone. And so the weight of that has got to be pretty significant. Well, it's all gone now. It's all taken care of. That's what I'm saying. If you would have just walked away and kept working at the photo lab at Walmart, you'd still have $100,000 in debt. And I wouldn't have a college degree or anything like that, yeah. Yeah. You know. So he gave you that option. You chose to, at that point, what does that mean? You fully infiltrated yourself in What that meant the Army? was I stopped going to school and um, I uh, joined the Army. They courtesy shipped me back to the Dallas or, or Oregon. And um, I cleaned up, you know, all the uh, ties I had there left, you know, told my family what was going on. Um, and then pushed out to uh, basic training. And where was basic training? It was a combination of two areas. Uh, I want to say Fort Jackson and Fort, Fort Jackson and Fort Benning. Mm. So. And um, what was that like? I talked to Jesse Byron about it. Uh, what was basic training like for you? Like in terms of it, they make it sound like it's like the hardest physical thing you'll ever do. You think that's true? I think that basic training was, um, no, it wasn't difficult. I don't want to say it was difficult at all. I'm not I, I, difficulty on anything is, uh, for example, if you put like 10 people in line and you have like, you know, a bodybuilder in the line and you have like a 
a math expert in the line and you have um, a horseback pro, all right, and there's three tasks. One task is passing a math test. The other task is riding equestrian. Mm -hmm. And the third task is lifting up a fridge. Yeah. Every single one of those people is going to be great at one of those tasks mm -hmm. and horrible at the other two. So ease and difficulty is, is all about the individual. So basic training <clears throat> has, you know, a plethora of things that you have to accomplish prior to, to, to finishing. But realistically, all they're trying to do is inform you that you're not in charge. There's a rank structure mm -hmm. and you will listen to someone that outranks you. And there's um, a team effort involved, I guess. Um, and, you know, proper wear of uniform, courtesy, common courtesy, you know, whatever the rules and regulations are that mm -hmm. uh, govern that organization specifically. If you can step back and, and fathom those things, the physical portion, the mental portion, or the studying portion, one of those is going to be easier. All three of them is going to be easier. They're all going to be really hard if you're fighting it. What was know? the hardest one for you? Um, the hardest one for me, I don't remember, honestly. Uh, you just repressed it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember it was, it was dealing with the, the stupidity, which wasn't a task. I guess it is a task. You know, you got to get a calm yourself because I remember we got there and I understood what they were trying to do, but I'd never experienced the unorthodox ways they would do it. Like there was like 300 of us. We were all in line. Standing there, we had our duffel bags, all of our personal stuff, you know, and you got to carry that from the bus to, you know, the airplane back to, you know, the hotel. You know, you're just carrying it with you everywhere. It's like your your life. You got four or five bags, you know, it's all awkward shit trying to carry it everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. can't, you can't lose a piece of item, you know, oh my God, you lose a piece of item. Anyway, so we, we yeah, oh yeah, it's crazy. So, so, so you got there and then they're like, okay. Put your bags uh, lined up right here. So everyone lined their bags up. And then um, I think I, after we all got in line, you know, we're standing there, eh, you know, they're coming over, you know, talking to us all nicely and stuff. And they're like, okay, take your bags, go put them over in this pile. So everyone go went over and put their bags. In. Everyone already had their bags separated, right? But we go put them in this pile of 300 people. There's probably like three, three or four piles. We go back and get in line, right? And they're like, all right, now that everyone's back in line, you know, they gave us a spiel, you know, this is what's going to happen the next three weeks or two months or however how long, I think it was three months, I don't know. You know, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you know, some of you are going to cry, some of you are going to quit, some of you are going to break your arm, but whatever, some of you are just going to leave. And they're like, all right, cool. Everyone understand? They're like, yeah, no, 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 you have two minutes to go get your bags. Everyone's like, <laughs> people are trying to go get their bags. I mean, it was like five hours until everyone got their bags and the time limit because they'd be like, two minutes is up. They blow the whistle as you come back, you know. Then they smoke the shit out of you for, I don't know how long. It was just that first drill, like common sense wise. Why would you make us do something so stupid? But they're trying to build teamwork. They're yeah, trying to build yeah. one person going up or 10 people going up saying, Dimmick, hey, here. And then Dimmick's just waiting in a line. Got it. You know, they're going to put it back. Yeah. You know, you know, Maxwell. Okay, we've got Maxwell. You know. Yeah, because so. in, in some sort of crazy scenario where everyone was freaking out like that, like, 
you know, like a bomb's about to blow up the planet, you know, like people would freak out and no one would know what to do. Yeah, yeah. So, the, I mean, I understood the collective effort behind it, but uh, it was frustrating when you can't get another individual to understand that when clearly they're not. Well, yeah, you're, you're dealing with various levels of intelligence. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's even worse now in today's... Uh, Military, um, without elaborating too much, mm-hmm. uh, when I, when, where I grew up in the military, you could be a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Aggressive is a good word, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I think of aggressiveness, you know, I might slap you around a little bit, or mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to, you know, use some foul language on you. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll give you a couple. Yeah, I'm going to let you know who's in charge. Mm-hmm. And if you can't figure that out, I'm going to apply even more pressure until you can understand who's in charge. And if mm-hmm. you're still inconsistent with the information I'm trying to get you, I will put you down until you understand that. That's the aggressiveness I'm talking about. And, and you, it just forces you to understand. Nowadays, you can, that's not allowed. Too many, too many uh, complaints and other too things. Too many hands involved yeah. in the process. Of, and, and again, I'm not the smartest person in the world. And this is a door that I don't want to go down no, too we won't. too far down. We but won't. um I think that uh my personal opinion. Um let's just talk about a fight. Do you remember a fight I got in? I don't recall ever seeing you in a fight, but I remember hearing stories about it. So just off the top of your head, was the fight um something that, you know, your mom would show up to? My mom show up to watch six, sixth graders punch each other in the face? Well, you, you, you're, you're applying a lot of other factors now. <laughs> no, from the facts, just from the start to finish of the fight. Yeah. Is that something your mom would show up to watch? No. Why? Because she's not interested in seeing people hurt, hurt each, each other. other. Yeah. She's not interested in seeing bad things happen. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, the point of what I'm getting across is war is is bad you people get hurt bad things happen in order to make those things happen and be successful at doing them sometimes you know rules are broken or or whatever i mean if you have a gun and i have a rock you know um i'm gonna have to come up with something better to kill you with because Mm -hmm. you way overpower me and that may be uh something unorthodox with that being said yeah no i think i know what you're saying and i don't have any involvement with the military so i don't have any direct uh experience with it but it seems like to me if you're going to train people to have to go over and deal with ruthless motherfuckers then you have to be ruthless to those people so they can understand that's all i'm trying to get across if you're just like if you're worried about people's feelings all the time and then they go over somewhere sketchy and they get captured and they're getting tortured or something like no one's going to be nice to them in that situation and and you have to be prepared for everything right you're absolutely correct but you know part of me also understands that I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Someone mm-hmm. is making these decisions that is way above me, and I just have to follow orders. Mm-hmm. But we're turning over to an electronic warfare type of, uh, you know, the, the the world is like that. Yeah, we've got nukes. We've got stuff. Um, you know, we can go do some modern warfare, you know, in jungle, jungle, you know, whatever, crawling around, shooting, shooting at each other and shit. But, 
you know, most of the stuff is cyber. It's all electronic, you know. Drones um, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there is someone smarter that is obviously seeing the, a bigger picture than the big picture I'm seeing. Uh, but I always, I feel there's still going to be some type of hand-to-hand combat to where you, those things won't fit in there with the way we're, we're, we're training. Have you studied warfare, like historical warfare? Like how, how it's transitioned from like people fighting with swords uh, up to muskets, then you know, not, gas not, masks. Not in any way, shape, or form that I can speak factorially on no. those things. No. It, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I'm fascinated by all that. Even though I think war's stupid, and I, I wish it didn't happen. Well, yeah, I'm a hugger. I'm a lover. You are a lover. Yeah, I um, to, you know, but I love there. I love to study that stuff because even just the difference between the way that we fought and the weapons we had in World War One versus 20 years later in World War Two is incredible. And the shit that we have now that I'm sure you know about that I don't want you to comment on compared to the stuff we had in Vietnam or the stuff that we had in Korea or the stuff that we had well, in World War II. It's just like anything else, it's evolution. It's, 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 well, and with the amount of money that is given to the military... The, the the technology that you don't even know about that's above you has got to be incredible. Well, and it's not just about technology either. You got to think about um, how much did it cost for you to fly down here? To fly from Oregon to here? Yeah, it was pretty cheap. It was like I think it was like three hundred. Three hundred bucks. So let's just do my company alone. What is three hundred times two hundred sixteen? We'll just do two hundred. So mm-hmm. three times two, mm-hmm. that's going to be... Uh, uh, three times two is six. Three times two is six, yep. <laughs> I'm, 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 I was trying to think of the bigger number first. So, so 300 times 200... Math was be definitely 6, the hardest part of basic training. Right, right, every day. I was actually... I, I, I got to calculus. I, well, I, I passed calculus in college. I was doing... Um, I don't remember. I know, I'm giving you shit. Take like a freaking whole page to do one problem. But I couldn't do it now, and I... It's funny. It's uh, I. I think of what. What is that show? Uh, <laughs> no, no, oh, the the, the Mr. Incredible, where because um, I've helped my kids with math now, and they're like Mr. Incredible was helping his son. He said, "What did they change? Math? Are they change? Do <laughs> it doesn't make sense anymore." Um, but uh, I forget what I was saying. But I mean, to 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 move just just my company. Sure. I'm I'm a company within a division. Mm-hmm. Right. My division is is. Uh, I would say five, ten, fifteen. We, I would say uh, twenty-five thousand strong, sure. easily. To move just the person, just that individual, from here to Oregon, mm-hmm. is where you came from, three hundred dollars a person. Yeah, but it's got to be cheaper. I mean, you guys have your own aircraft, and well, when really? you ship when you ship a lot of people, don't you put like three hundred people on one plane and they're like standing together? Yes and no. Those 300 people have not just one suitcase. Yeah. Is that suitcase going to protect you when you're... Can you put everything in that suitcase to survive for a month and take it with you? No. When, you, when people are going to be attacking, fighting you, or whatever. Whatever may happen. So you have roughly three to five bags. Okay. So that's weight. Yeah. On top of that, you have to take a vehicle or a helicopter uh-huh. or or... Uh, weapons, all that is uh, a lot of weight. So let's just say that 
25,000 people weight-wise, because mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about now, how much can actually fit on an aircraft, room and space. We can talk about that later. I thought we were talking about money. We are. We are. Money. How, how, what does the government allow you? What, what, what does airlines allow you to take on a, a bag? 35 pounds is maximum, right? I don't know. That's, that's the maximum weight you can take. If I just hope they're not going to make me check it. If you have a check bag, it's 35 pounds. If you want to go up to 55 pounds, you can. It's an extra, I think, $50. And 85 pounds is authorized to military personnel because that's the average weight per bag. So 85 times three yeah. now times that person. Now calculate how much that costs just to move them from one location to another. Mm-hmm. That's why the military has to spend some money, just one entity of it. Mm-hmm. Just because the cost of, of shipping personnel is so great well yeah i mean we're Mm -hmm. not we're not if we could walk out of wherever we trained and fight the enemy and then just go back into our building it would be probably 50 percent less cost across the board if not more we have to fix or 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 prepare those things Mm -hmm. ship those things with us across the world mm-hmm. to wherever the enemy's at and then along the way find individual places that can house us and also refuel us or whatever which so, is more money and then move on to wherever we're going to that enemy stuff so, so just what, just that one portion uh, you said something about money so i was trying to tell you how it's all expended it's three times two is six crazy does that make sense what i'm saying i know what you're saying where i was going next is um but what what happens if uh imagine the unimaginable happens and tomorrow there's no war there's no reason to fight anybody anywhere what happens what 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 do you and the eight million people who are in the military do i would think they would continue to train but that on a low low level very low level Mm mm-hmm the same thing that happened less than what was it three years ago? They downsized. Now they're upsizing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we had uh, wars end and um, conflicts were were decreasing. Mm-hmm. And then what was it? ISIS stood up. You know, and then all these other bomb attacks, even on our home country here. You know, with with personnel that lived here. I mean, ISIS is everywhere, right? Well, there's you evil know, everywhere, and that's that's the reason there's that evil everywhere. And, yeah. and look what happened, you know, with uh, the uprisings just in the last I don't know uh, months. They were threatening martial law. The, Obama has martial or not Obama? Sorry, um, Trump has martial law. Uh-huh. But do you ever use the military you, for? Do you ever consider that though? What would I know? It doesn't seem possible because it's not. But what would actually happen if all those? Do you know how many people are actually in? The United States military? Uh, one Less than 1% of the, the population. There's, there's 330 million people in the country. That's less than 1%. So at least 3 million people in the military. Spread yeah. out all across the world. Yep. So that's 3 million people that it, hypothetically, if this could happen somehow, would come back here and just could build bridges. Could do like... I, if, 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 the, if I could, I would go. Wouldn't that be cool? To, what would be cool is I would take this house and I would go out in the middle of nowhere and just live. Leave me the fuck alone, bro. What are you going to build some stuff out of wood? Are you going to write a novel? I, what yeah, are you going to do? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah? I'll make my own garden, you yeah. know? That's what I'll you need everything. out here, dude. Uh, so, uh, 
I wanted to go back to, so right now you are in this very structured, uh, and I'm, I'm not talking shit about it, but you, you're in this very structured, regimented, you wear a uniform, you say yes sir, no sir, you eat chow at 11.07, you go to potty break at 1500 hours, like you have all this shit that you have to do exactly at this certain time. That was not your life for a very long time. When you and I were hanging out when we were younger, you, uh, I mean, you had certain structure from your parents and stuff like that from school, but you lived a different lifestyle. Was that, was that difficult to go from, I do whatever the fuck I want to, to now I have to follow somebody else's rules? Yes and no. Um, I still do whatever the fuck I want to. The, the, the military um, training p- portion of it is very regimental, like you're saying there. But what's, um, what's been taken from us, uh, I wouldn't say taken from us, but we already talked about this, um, my ability to affect change um, through other methods aside from having a, hey, you didn't do good right now. Mm-hmm. Or here's a piece of paper, sign this that says that you know you didn't do good. Instead of, let me choke the shit out of you for a minute so you can understand what I'm talking about. And then when you gain your breath again, we'll have this conversation mm-hmm. if you're going to fuck up again or not. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that anymore. Um, with that being said, uh, the, the portion of getting in line with what was required at my job was easy. It was, it was, uh, it was very clear, concise. But, you know, I work hard. I, I play hard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's time, you're not always, you know, we're human. We, we still have to go around and do stuff. But I guess it's just the, I really don't like explaining um, or even talking about uh, the new generations because it just seems like we're all human. You yeah. know, we all do things differently. The change is inevitable. But there, but there is a, a major difference in... An 18-year-old kid today compared to when we were 18. You know what, though? That's the, same, the, that's, that's the same thing that the 36-year-old said when you started. It's, it's yes. a thing, man. And they're going to say it again in 20 years. That's how you know that you're not a part of the current generation yeah. is you talk shit about the, the last generation. You're like, oh, these fucking kids on TikTok, you know. <laughs> it's because it's, it's beyond us. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's been a... It's, it's a I wouldn't say... Um, you know, my dad was in the military. I can correlate a lot of things that happened. You know that? Yeah, I can correlate a lot of things that happened to him in the military that happened to me. I cannot correlate those things with these new soldiers coming in because it's changed that much. Yeah. Um, it, I understand the the eighteen year old when my dad was an eighteen year old, eighteen year old you know when I was an eighteen year old. But that was if you're going to talk about a change level, like here's the bar of change. Mm-hmm. My dad was eighteen; they were here. When I was 18, I'm here, and the new 18-year-olds are way here or, or here. It's, it's not a small, minute change. Mm-hmm. It is a massive, it, it, from what I can see, mm-hmm. just their, their, their thought process. Like, I talked to a soldier the other day, and he asked me a question. He was like, uh, I told him, you know, everyone is happy with the minimum. If you just do the minimum, that's their maximum effort. And how often do you ma- operate at your maximum effort? When, when you, how often do you wake up and you're like, you kick open your door from your bed and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
you know, you, yeah, you go down and have your coffee and you're like, I'm going to kick some ass today. And you just do amazing things all day. Maybe once a month, maybe two, three times. If, if you're lucky, once a week, two times a week, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not every single day. No. So if the minimum required is their maximum effort, they're meeting the minimum requirements two times a month, two times a week. All of the time, they're substandard. So what I'm telling the soldiers, if you just hit the minimum and a little bit above every day, don't do your maximum, but make that minimum your your lowest mm-hmm. effort. You're always going to be above that, yeah. and you're going to shine mm-hmm. way better than all these people. And he's like, yeah, no, I understand, I understand that. But, you know, I, I, why can't I just go and be a, you know, a sergeant major or lieutenant colonel or something? I'm like, I, I have a lot of good ideas, and I'm like that. They're not just going to hand that to you. You have to earn that. Yeah. You know, you have to demonstrate your ability to mm-hmm. make those solid sound decisions. And they're like, well, they should just give someone a chance. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. But it, and I'm, I'm leaving a lot of stuff out that we talked about, but it just demonstrated because I've spoke with people, with you, with other people about this before, but never to the actual generation. So individual, it demonstrated that they're expecting these things to be handed to them yeah and then to see if they fail or successful after they've been handed whatever yeah they, no you know. i know what you mean and, and I, in our I, mind we're like we know we want that we well, have to do a b c and c well fuck that i'm not going to do it or i'm going to do it i don't i don't think it's specific to the military i think it's just like a, a general yeah, yeah, cultural yeah, yeah. change because dude i've done shows recently where um the the people presenting information will say stuff to everyone who's listening on on as part of the presentation they'll say uh we don't want you to say something is simple anymore that is an offensive word that that makes people give up so if you if something <laughs> if you're good at something uh, like say you're LeBron and you're really good at basketball and then you're talking to some kids and you say, oh yeah, it's simple if you dunk. We don't want you to say that anymore because then it, it, it denies those people the inspiration to actually try. And it's like, no, you're, you're going to limit the English language because something is easier for you. Like, I, I, I think what they're trying to say, which they're not saying because they're trying to beat around the bush, which is horrible, they need to get direct to the point, is... You can say it's simple, but when they don't do it, say, you suck. You have to try harder. Try harder. Yeah, and if you suck for a you long time, <laughs> then you suck at that thing, and you should try something else. But there's no, that happens. It's just, I, you did a good job. Let's yeah, exactly. On. Here's your fucking trophy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, if I go play LeBron in your driveway, yeah. and he's like, Duncan, I'm like, he's like, oh, this is really simple. I'm like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to quit basketball. Well, yeah. I'm not going to be able to compete against him. Either try harder or he tries or really hard. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, uh, an amazing. Well, I would try. Yeah, like I would block you know? him for you better or something. Well, like, you know, even, it'd probably be illegal. But even still. you and I against him, we'd get you know, destroyed. I'm but sure. But, you know, dude, dude that's, get a couple that, shots in on him. That's the that's the direction it's going. <laughs> is that like everybody's so concerned about everybody's feelings? It's like that promotes mediocrity. If you're constantly telling people they're they're, uh, I mean, th- there's no reason not to tell somebody they're doing a good job as inspiration. But if you are so worried about the words you're saying to someone, 
because you might discourage them from doing something. Like sometimes, like for me personally, that's what pushes me to do oh, something yeah, else. Yeah. If, someone, exactly. if someone tells me I'm a fucking idiot and I can't do something, I know I'm a fucking idiot. But I, if I really want to do that thing, I'm going to try my hardest to do it. And I'm going to... Damn right. Yeah. yeah. Like that is what pushes people to do great things. And if you don't push people... We're not going to have any great people doing anything. It's going to be a bunch of mediocre well, people who have again, strong feelings. Again, you're 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 right. The the feeling thing is there, and I'm not sticking up for this side at all. But what I've I've, I've came to realize over recent uh, history, just speaking with people, is we're not combating uh, whether it's on the civilian side, military side, or whatever. I'm not trying to talk about the military. Um, the same uh, problems. It's all, look at my kids. When we went outside, we didn't have iPads. We didn't have phones. Mm-hmm. We didn't have, uh, we, we had Nintendo. That was great. Nintendo was, was awesome. good. Uh, we had drumsticks, guitars. You know, we, we, we had stuff, but we chose to go out and play. We were outside. My parents had a, you know, they, more often, our parents said, you need to bring your ass inside. It's dinner time. <laughs> Not... Let's get your out, ass outside, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's exact opposite today. Let's get your ass outside. Oh, come on, I don't want to go outside. You know, I'm gonna be in my room for the next seven hours. What the hell are you fucking <laughs> doing in your goddamn room for seven hours? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they're 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 electronics has taken over. It's the wave of the future. Back in 2000, when everyone thought the world was gonna end, mm-hmm. we listen to that. <laughs> dial it up for damn internet you know what i'm saying that now it's just you, you what's your wi-fi password oh yeah here i am out you you just share it to you my know? phone right yeah it's, it's, it's like common sense like i mean i miss what did we do when we drove down to seaside in the middle of portland Drove in your truck and talked and listened to the radio? I don't know what you're doing. We stopped at. for about 15 minutes. What were we doing? When we stopped in the truck on the way to Seaside, what did we do? I don't know what you're getting at. We pulled a map out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And we looked at a map and we were like, okay, well, you Dude. know, this this uh this is going here and this this road's going here and I would I would be lost without like just coming here, man. Like, you know how many yes. directions you would have had to given me to, for me to find your place? I wouldn't have had to give you Raleigh? no directions. You want to know why? Because you're crippled now. You're crippled with your phone. And if, if someone's that's, not that's saying, not new. turn left, turn right. You know, if it's not saying that, then you feel abandoned. Okay. Or, but, or, but if you never <clears throat> even knew about that stuff and you ha- all you had to work with is a map, I'd be like, find Foxfire. You'd be looking yeah. for signs. No. There's probably 20 signs that say Foxfire. You didn't see a goddamn one of them because you're watching your GPS the whole time. Watch no, it. you're right. Turn left, turn right. You're right. It, you know? It makes some things easier, and then it makes you incapable of doing things the old way. But I don't want to shit on technology because well, I, no, I love technology. Well, no, I'm not saying technology is bad. I'm just saying the kindness, the uh, feelings that we're trying to embrace... <sighs> Well, all has a part of, you know, I mean, you're not going out. I remember I stepped on a nail. I stepped on a nail, went through my foot. I came inside. My mom was like, holy shit, you stepped on a nail. You know, and then they would they would grab the, what is that crap, the red stuff with the. The phthalate? Yeah, and just put it on there. You're going to be good. You know, and I, in my mind, you know, psychologically, you know, 
you know, I go get a tetanus shot or whatever. But psychologically, that's training me as a, as a okay, yeah, nail goes through my foot. Instead of freaking out, put some of this red crap on it, I'm going to be good. But if you go take any kid today, have them accidentally step on a nail, they're going to, I mean, they will be freaking out. You, you pull some iodine out, whatever. They're not going to know what the hell that is. They don't yeah. care. It's it's psychologically, holy crap, the 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 reverse actions of events unfolding, whether it's you going outside and running a nail through your foot or a piece of mail not being delivered or an iPad battery not charging correctly. Yeah. The aftermath is totally different. So feelings have a big part of their, hey, you know, let's be nice to people now. Let's talk. Well, and you know. it's not like, uh, I mean, we can sit here. You and coddle them. We, we can sit here and say whatever we want about it, but th- there's no changing it. Like, it is what it is, and you have to move on and learn how to deal. With, and, like, I think kids learning how to use technology and knowing how to use it is important because oh, yeah. if you're some... Oh, it builds the brain. Well, if, if you're some person who, like, adamantly opposes their child using an iPad and, and your kid never picks up an iPad by the time they're like 16 or 17 or whatever they're behind the power curve. Yeah. They're not going to know what the fuck is going on. Like it's yeah. important to know how to do that stuff because that is what civilization does. So you need oh, yeah. to, you need to figure out how to in- ingrain yourself. Cause I mean, you're going to go interview at some place to try to get a job and they'll be like, Oh yeah, well our system's on the iPad. And you're like, what's an iPad? <laughs> you're like, no, That's no, not going to work out for you. No, no, no. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's different. And, uh, I mean, there are good things and there are bad things because of it. But you're right. Like, back in the day when we were kids, like, if we would have been part of the iPad generation, like, I think we may not have seen each other in person as often. And that's the disappointing part to me. Like, from what I understand, there are far fewer people getting their driver's licenses and physically going to see someone. Well, and, and it's, do it's that. patience, too. You remember, you we if I wanted to communicate with you from, let's say I went on vacation, mm-hmm. I had to send a letter, man. Yeah. You know? You'd sit there and wait mailbox every day, you know, and then you'd know like at three o'clock, like the letter didn't come then. Yeah. You wouldn't worry about it for another twenty four hours. Me. You know, in twenty four hours go by, you're doesn't excited. Care. Again. You know, or when we were just at school, you know, I would be like, Hey, I recorded something last night. Let me see it. You know, I couldn't just pull my phone out now and be like, check this out. Yeah. Boop. You know, or I've sent it to you already, but I give you my big VHS tape and like take this home and play it, man. Oh, I remember. Still got it. You take it home. But and play. that's a crazy concept to me because I got my license the day I turned oh, sixteen. Yeah. I had a car. Well, I have soldiers that are twenty three, twenty four. They don't have license though. Yeah, man, I can't understand that. Like, how how do you not want to go see someone? Uh, like, I, I I enjoy texting or they want to drive the FaceTime. golf cart like immediately. So I I don't understand. Yeah, they 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 should want to drive a car immediately. Yeah. Yeah, man, because that's like. That's how we went out and would drink with each other and see our girlfriends and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. That's the one thing that I truly don't understand is how how are you getting what you need digitally from someone? Because like with all I think sh- a lot of emotions. I, I don't do social media, so I don't know. I, don't I can't either. answer these questions. I don't either. But that that's the thing is like 
sending someone a message or just like constantly talking to them through your phone is not the same as like touching them or kissing them or just like being around well, and smelling well, them. Well, you know, well, that's another thing. That's another thing. Um, I'm very physical. Like, uh, so I'll, am I. I'll, I'll, so am you I. know, my guys at work, I'll, uh, you know, um, I, I, I will, I'll rough them up a little bit. And, uh, I started working with females. I can't rough females up the same. You know, I had to learn to, you know, Hey, you gotta not touch people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like I think this technology stuff, it, it's taking away from that physical aspect. Like people aren't used to hugs like mm-hmm. you hug someone now like you know they they it's it's not a hug it's like what the hell did you just do to me like came yeah. up and was like that was almost you know like <clears throat> a high five with you know yeah there's there's a difference between like patting somebody on the back and just letting them know hey man how's it going you know and well, then even like, that is then, unorthodox then, somebody they're like well, well, you just touched my shoulder that's <laughs> what i mean like sometimes you get some creeper dude and they're like hey how's it going well, and, and it's ruining that those individuals that's, have ruined that's, that's a difference that, between like but, you and some creeper dude is like you're just trying to love yeah, people and be I a good be a guy creeper. Know, you're not man. a creeper but depending on who the person <laughs> is that you're inter- interacting with they may view it that way. And there's yes, no way to yeah. tell until you already did it. And then you're like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Especially in the military. I'll get in a lot of trouble. Like, all yeah. they got to do is be like, hey, he's, he's, he touched me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ew, so, uh, the, uh, the other really weird thing is shaking hands. Do you miss shaking hands with people? Well, like I'm not going to lie. I mean, I everyone that I haven't really met too many new people that uh since COVID. Uh like like new like I I mean new people all the time, but my body language I just could say like like I'll go in still, you know, and and there's hesitation after it's already been done. You still shake hands? Oh yeah, just by reaction. Like mm-hmm. there'll be like three people unless they they clearly you know, and it's not on purpose. It's not like I'm like, okay, I'm going to shake their goddamn hand this time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, screw this COVID shit. No, it's just just reaction. I'll be briefing someone or talking to them, and and they'll be they'll be you know in my shop or whatever, and there'll be like three of them. And the first person, like you know, I'll reach out, like ah, yeah, and the second guy's like, you know, try like this or yeah, yeah. give a little sign. I'm like, oh yeah, COVID. You know, for our mask back on. You know, it's it's, it's just a reaction, but yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, uh, a, a common courtesy thing, I guess. The American public, um, it, it's a ex- used on a daily basis. It's a normal thing that, for the most part, men use, and I mean, women do too. But I, I read this book once um, about uh, this woman who she she cut her hair and she started to go out in public as a man. Not because she wanted to transition or anything, but because she wanted to see what it was like to be to be a man. Yeah. And so she like joined a boil, uh, bowling club, and you know she like started doing all this really like macho male stuff. Mm. Okay. And so one of the things that I read in the book that I never really understood is that she said uh, she never really understood why a man shaking a man's hand was like a thing. Like it, it just seemed like a weird 
macho thing that she couldn't wrap her head around. And once she was pretending to be a man and she was shaking hands with other men, she understood what it was. It's like a... when you shake a dude's hand, it's like you're you're like trying to you're trying to show who you are. You're trying to show your respect for that person. Yeah. You're looking in the eyes. You, you know, you're there's so much that can be exchanged with that one gesture. Yeah, and she didn't understand it because I don't think men really shake women's hands the same way. You know no, I mean? we don't. It's all like you know, common. It's all you know. Let me, let me, let me baby you. Uh, it's, it's a woman. You know, not not that you're trying to say they're less stronger or whatever. But it, why don't men talk in the bathroom? Why do women talk in the bathroom? <laughs> There's a lot of different things. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. it, 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 when you're in the bathroom, like men, they think of you know, let's let's shit, let's piss, let's get out of here. This yeah. is dirty. This is nasty. You know, because bathrooms are dirty and nasty. Women are in there getting all prepped up and pretty. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's it's a warming environment. It's like a salon. Like their mm-hmm. bathrooms are fucking salons. So mm-hmm. they go in there and they're, you know, what, what would Couches, you say? Well, it's something, something chatty, Kathy. Would you say that? Chatty patty. Chatty patty. They're chatty patty in the bathroom. You know, I was talking like, about a dude when I said you that. You know, though. yeah, they're chat. Well, then they're saying, you know, that they yeah. get in there, they get all, they're, I don't know, their endorphins are going. Men are going around. You know, they see like, you know, rough, crazy, like people mm-hmm. just throwing rocks. They're like, yeah, throw the fucking rock. You know? <laughs> It's it's this manly, you know. Women, yeah, yeah. Women yeah. are in the bathroom. They're like, oh yeah, that's it's good, you know. Let's talk about this or whatever. So it, I, it's it's uh, it, I can it, understand what she's saying. Yeah, it's interesting because I never really thought much about it until I read that passage in that book. But like, there there's a lot that you exchange when you shake hands with, with a man or a woman. But like, yeah. for me, like in a professional setting, it's a way that you just like. It's a good greeting. You're like, hey, this is me, you know? Yeah. How, how do you do? And I haven't, I've shake, shook? I've shooken. I've shook, shooken, shooken, shashame. Exchanged handshakes? I've exchanged handshakes with one person since March. Three, three plus three is six. <laughs> three times two is six. Three times two is six. <laughs> I shook one guy's hand and it was at a wedding and it was the, uh, the bride's dad. And well, I didn't care, but he just walked up and he was all about it. And I was, you know, we got yeah. it. It was in uh, like June or July. I'm, I'm a horrible, <clears throat> I go in for hugs and everything. Man. Like I'll do like the half shake and, you know, I yeah. just, uh, I'm bad at it right now. I need to stop. You're just a loving dude. You're just well, a, I mean, you're it, a it, 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 it is starting honestly to irritate people too. Not like no one I've done it for yeah. or two, but I'm saying like people are like, <sighs> I was confused, honestly. Like, I was confused for the first, I would say, 15 seconds of this story, let's tell you. Um, I was going to say you hugged somebody for 15 seconds. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I wouldn't say it was 15 seconds. I would probably say it was like, it was like probably like three to four, but it felt like 15. We were at the zoo. Everyone's wearing masks, right? You're not within, you know, 20 feet of people. You have to have certain times you can go to the zoo. Once you get in the zoo, you can, you know, walk around and, Go to where you want to go, but there's a, there's a path that you you kind of follow that the zoo has set up for you, right? <clears throat> so we 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 get about uh, t- three quarters away of three quarters through the zoo. I don't know halfway, whatever. And there's a turn you got to make, and we had missed a, a sanctuary or something of like butterflies or whatever. I don't know what the hell it was. And I pull out my map, right? And there's a a guy that works at the zoo 
standing like at this hub, like you can go left or right, you know, and he, I, he was clearly there to tell you not to go this way because this way is this way traffic and this mm-hmm. way is this way traffic. And I got up to him and like, let's say this microphone is him, you know, like I came up to him like, hey, this is where we are on the map. And he was like, and I, I was like, hey, this is where we, and he, he would go away again. And I was like, every two, like I would take a step and I, I just want to show you the map, bro. Yes, yes, yes. And for like the first five seconds, like I said, I was confused. Like, what the hell is going on? Here's the map. And then he would be like way back from me and I'd go up to him again, you know, and then I was like, oh shit, it's COVID. So I was like, all right. Here's where I want to go. Uh-huh. Where are we Get trying out of your binoculars. Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, was, you know, still timid, like, well, you know, little, little dinosaur arms not sticking them out, you know. That's not Stay a good job for that guy right now. Anyway, it, it clicked in my brain at that point in time. I already knew before, but I was like, okay, yeah, he's obviously, you know, he's a, a chronophobe, you know, like, uh, if that's what you want to call it, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not I'm trying to label it as a bad thing. He was definitely scared of me and or the amount of individuals that are going through his job which Mm -hmm. rightfully so you know at the dang zoo sure he didn't want to catch something maybe he has two newborn kids at his house i don't know but i was that's a bad job for that i couldn't even fathom that when i was approaching him Mm -hmm. and should i have been more aware and been like okay hey i'm i'm walking up to this guy there's signs everywhere that says maintain six foot difference you know so let's just honor that you know and I should have probably been more understanding, but I wasn't. That's the kind of stuff I don't see. That's why I say I go in and give hugs. I need yeah. to. I need to step back and probably whether whatever I want to do might not be. I definitely isn't. I, I did not want a hug from you, and I got like a thirty second one when I showed up. So uh, you'll probably get one left too, <laughs> and a kiss on top of that. You know, so. Um, but yes, no, and if you don't want one, I, I mean, I'm joking, you know, I guess. No, I, there's, there's, there's varying degree. I, when, uh, so I had to take a, an Uber to the airport or a Lyft from, from my house to uh PDX to fly out here. Mm-hmm. And the woman I was in the car with was, was on the far side of, uh, not being worried about it. Like she was going on and on about a bunch of stuff and she was telling me the story about this person which i think is ridiculous she said somebody went through starbucks and got their starbucks cup and uh while it was sitting on the tray sprayed it down (laughs) with disinfectant (laughs) before grabbing it and she's coming from the point of i think she's a little too lenient and she should be worried about it a little bit more but then she's talking about this person ordering the starbucks coffee who it's like if you're that worried about why are you at starbucks why are you at starbucks you should be in your bedroom underneath a blanket with all the fucking windows closed like i i don't think that uh anyone knows this is this is uncharted territory for not just us but our family members who were before us. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's alive today hasn't experienced this type of pandemic. Yeah, There was a pandemic prior to this that maybe their previous ancestors did experience, mm-hmm. but that's been not discussed for over at least 80 years. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So everyone is new to this, and uh, there's no... Although there is a history, like for example, within the, my, my, my current job, I couldn't base any decisions I was making off of anything. 
you know, usually you have lessons learned, historical data. This happened. This is what was good about it. This is what's bad about it. These were the decisions that were made. If you enter or encounter this situation, these are the things you shouldn't do. These are the things you should do. Anything outside of that box, feel free to try, but we've been successful with doing these three things and unsuccessful doing these three things. Probably want to stay away from those unsuccessful ones, right? That data's not there. So it's like you're just stepping blindly. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what to do if I don't have a good foot on my ground. I'm going to try and find more foot on the ground before I put full pressure on that. But I mean, other than that, you're just the first time. It's like you're casting your reel out there. Are there fish in here or are there not? Yeah. I don't know. No one has ever fished this pond before, which people have, but not during our generation yeah, or knowledge not in the last base. 100 years. Exactly. Yeah. So it's difficult, you know. Um, why did all the toilet paper disappear? You know, why, why, why is there a lady spraying down her coffee cup? You know, why um, do people not want to give me hugs? Why should I stop giving hugs? You know, uh, we, we don't know uh, in, in, in five months, a year, three days from now. Who knows? Maybe we'll have an answer to say, well, I am was the only non-idiot because I was trying to give everyone hugs, you know, and it was unnecessary to not give hugs. Or that lady who's spraying shit down is going to be one of the smartest people because everyone's going to fucking turn into zombies or die or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, if everyone would have been sanitizing everything they used, they'd be smart. We don't have that data. We don't. So they're just living day by day trying to make the best decisions, I think. Yeah, but in the meantime, that's the disappointing part is that everybody's fighting over stupid stuff instead of just being, just trying to be chill and do what's right and not turn it into a fucking political debate because that's what it's become. It's like, we're talking about... When politics get involved, everything is skewed. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's how I feel about politics. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know anything about him, though, so... I don't, I don't, I don't. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) So, I wanted to see if maybe, uh, for our... For our, uh, the Dow's friends and other friends, if maybe you want to go back in time a little bit. Let's do it, yeah, whatever you got. I'm good. Do you, do you mind talking about... Do you mind talking about uh, the water balloon incident, or is that one too much? Um, I can I can go over the water balloon incident. I guess I'll I'll, I'll talk about what I'm I'm comfortable talking about. I mean, okay. it's, it's not really I'm not comfortable talking about. It. I made some mistakes when I was a kid. Um, you know, I mean, hey, I did, I did. Uh, I don't remember how that started. I don't even remember where we got the water balloon launcher from. And I honestly don't remember everyone that was involved. Uh, okay, but, but set the stage first. So you, you, your parents owned a house that was on a hill, uh, going up, going up a hill, and you, there was a cliff that overlooked a yeah, highway. Yeah, that, that is the very end. That's the climax. Uh, I'm just trying to set. Water I'm just trying to set the stage okay, for. Okay. Go ahead, keep going. No, that's that's well, it. Well, cliff. Given a little bit of that was one balloon. It was only one. We had shot maybe fifty other balloons across the city before that one balloon. It's a very bad night. We were. 
It was a bad night. We were hooligans. Okay, I don't so know what kind before, of word you want. Before you blow the, the, the payoff, go ahead. So what happened? You guys are hanging out and somebody's like, hey, let's fucking do this thing. I don't know how it happened. We thought it was a good idea to take water balloons and shoot them at random objects. Those objects eventually turned into signs, front doors, windows, uh, houses from afar. Um, never people. We never really shot them at people with a water balloon launcher, right? Two, two then, people standing yeah, on me, the side. Let me just uh, let me let me let me. Uh, I'll try to accurately depict this. I would say roughly one hundred yards, not accurately. This water balloon was able to fire. If you're standing on the end zone of a football field. And you fire this water balloon with a water balloon that has a circumference of, I would say, four to five inches uh, down to three inches. Yes. You can shoot it 100 yards, give or take 20 yards um, easily. Even as a, you guys, we were in sixth grade, right? We were 12, I think. Uh, yeah, Yeah. Something like that. So. Maybe so. I mean, if you think about it, you're standing, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's like a block. You know, you yeah. can be standing a block away and just shoot this water balloon and whatever it hits, you're just like, whoa, and then you run with your friends, you know. <laughs> um, if you get closer, the accuracy becomes closer and the effect of the water balloon is uh, higher. <laughs> you know, so if you hone in on, let's just say, the window behind me, mm-hmm. I could be standing in the road and easily... 100 percent and maybe with one practice shot hitting up two feet above oh shit that was a little bit too high pull it down and just smack dab the window and you are strike you know i mean uh, so it, you you and i think it was two of our other friends there was at least five individuals involved um it was throughout the evening where these other individuals i was Outside of me, I'm saying I was involved the whole entire time because yeah. I owned the water balloon launcher, I think. And I was like the culprit, I guess. I don't know. I, I, maybe I was That's getting a bold fat. claim. I, I'm, I'm not claiming anything. I take the blame for everything. <laughs> I worked three hours every day for the first we, month, well, we'll, two hours every day. I owned it. And I, I've done that my whole life. That's who I am. Blame it on me. I can take it. Um, but anyway. So this, is, uh, this was during the summer. I don't. I, I think it was summer because I, I mean, we were wearing shorts and stuff. But anyway, we, we so we shot water balloons that uh, we 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 vandalized the city with a water balloon launcher. Um, it was probably a collective of maybe fifteen homes. That many that, uh, that 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 reported us. You know, other people just weren't home or they never knew it happened because we only hit their roof or something. Holy shit! But um, and then it it, it ended. It ended the following morning um, with individuals that had nothing to do with the night prior. And I don't think they got involved at all when the police came to question me. (laughs) But uh, I had different friends over at the house, um, more or less. And uh, we were on our cliff. Yes, we were on the cliff. And the cliff, then this this shot is about, uh, I would say, 300 yards it's because we're elevated about, um, 
I would say uh, 500 feet um, to, no, I would say roughly a good thousand feet. I'd say thousand feet um, above on a cliff. No. Yeah, that cliff's about a thousand no, feet. No, maybe like 500. It's not a thousand, dude. I haven't been long. there in 20 years, so maybe. We'll just go with 500, whatever. So 500 feet um, above a road that, 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 that was below with a bridge crossing. And everyone doesn't know, this is exit 84, I think, on uh, Highway 84. No, it's not 84, it's exit... Uh, I don't know what exit it is, but... Anyway, it's exit where my dad built that damn gigantic Mexico house that lives on the top of that cliff. Everyone knows where I live. Yeah. Anyway, um, Big Jim's is the next exit. So yeah. it's the exit before Big Jim's or the bridge that crossed over to Dallasport. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, we shot a water balloon with a very high arc. So again, this was uh, a, a good 300 uh, yards or more uh, flight of this water balloon. Um, up in the air with uh, anticipation of it connecting with a vehicle crossing the uh, bridge. We must have shot five balloons in the sixth balloon. The sixth balloon hit a Corvette. It was uh, on their rear view window. Rear view, it was uh, the side window. Red the mirror. The mirror. Rear view yeah, mirror. The, the rear view is inside the car. You're talking about the side mirror. The side rear view yeah, mirror, whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And just if it would have connected with the person, it probably would have killed them. Oh, but yeah. this balloon came down so hard, it tore that mirror off the car. And I still remember this day, we were all standing <laughs> up on top of our cliff. And as you can imagine, like, take yourself out of the picture and just look from like a, a, a film perspective, like if it's being shot, like you're watching this on film. You know, you it shows the cliff and it shows like five little heads just whole looking down, right? And this guy got out of his car and he's looking left, he's looking right, he's like, What the fuck? Just <laughs> tore my window up, you know? He's looking around, he figures out what's well, a water balloon, and then what does he do? He looks up. <laughs> there he sees us just then as soon as we make eye contact, we duck down and Got her into vehicles and shit. You know, he couldn't see us anymore after that because we're up on top of this cliff. So he drove his car all the way up on top of this cliff. And I told all those guys because they, they, not knowing what I did live the night, I was like, oh shit, this is not going to be good. <laughs> so I, I told them to get the oh, fuck out of there. They, they got out of there. And they, I don't remember what happened. The guy pulled up and he was like, you fucking hit my car. Why didn't you just hide inside your house? I don't know what we did. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember getting yelled at by this guy. I just remember him clearly seen us and was and coming it's not that hard to figure out where oh, you guys are were. you kidding me no i mean we're the only house on the damn cliff there was yeah. no other houses yeah. on the cliff now. yeah so uh then the police shortly after that you know i, I mean everyone was gone you know and i was upstairs like i'm not doing nothing wrong you know playing, <laughs> with, uh, my playing with edgar my my iguana and um yeah they called me downstairs police officers downstairs and they're like listen hey We've had, you know, five complaints or whatever, of uh, 15 complaints or whatever, of all these balloons going around, blah, blah, blah. And uh, this this Corvette thing here. And he was like, um, all these other kids have came forward and they've said things. Uh, we've talked to, uh, like, I don't know if he said four or five other people. And um, he was like, uh, um, they've all said your name. And um, we want to know what's going on. And I was like, I was sat there and I'm thinking, and I think I started crying. I was like, fuck, you know. 
And my mom and dad, of course, were standing like, what the fuck? He leaves, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. And I just knew I was getting ready to get a beat. And I was like, listen, all those people were there, but I did it. I did all that. They had nothing to do with it. Let them go. You know, it was my idea. I forced them into it. You know, I conned them. <laughs> I was like, it's my fault. Whatever. Why you know? did you do that? Why did you become I didn't, a I, didn't, I didn't want them to get in trouble, man. I didn't want them to get in trouble for, for That's you know. That's ballsy for a 12-year-old to take the blame like that, dude. That's what I did, man. That's, that's who I was all the time. You know, uh, you know that of personal experience at your house. Your dad came in and accused me of some crap before, <laughs> and I was just like, Yes, sir, Mr. Maxwell. Yes, sir. And I knew I had nothing to do with it. And he's like, and this is, I don't want, you're lucky, you know, you got your friends because you're the type of person I don't want hanging out with my son. It would just hurt me. It would crush me. I'd be like, damn, man, you don't want me hanging out with your son. And I'm trying to get him to not do that. And he's the one yeah. that's saying I am doing it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, no, Mr. Maxwell, it's all right. You know, that, that, it, it was all right. I can roll it off my shoulder and, and keep going. Some people just can't do that. And it's not like it's a, I'm a teddy bear or anything, you know, but hey. Common sense. Why do five people get in trouble when just one person can get in trouble? Mm-hmm. You know? So I made they, that same mistake when I was in college with the rich people because they didn't you, give a shit. They were letting you take the blame too? For every goddamn thing, yeah. That's why I got arrested so many times. <laughs> you know? And, 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 and I was no, I was no, um, I wasn't an asset to them anymore. As soon as I wasn't an asset to them, they kicked me out of their house. And that's when I became homeless. Because when I joined the army, when I when I when I got court ordered to join the army, uh, I couldn't just leave right away. You know, I had to uh, pass a couple of tests and um, do some paperwork, and that took like two or three months, right? And we'd already moved out of our house that I had, you know, um, you know, couldn't I had, wasn't working at Walmart anymore. I uh, couldn't drive. I'd got a DUI. I was had a moped, riding around a moped, you know, and um, I wasn't even supposed to be driving the moped because it takes license to drive a moped, but you don't have to have license to drive a 50cc motorcycle or more, you know what I'm saying? But in, You just have, have an endorsement, right? Yep, but in Florida, you're supposed to have, uh, but you, you don't have a technical endorsement if your license has been revoked. Mm. If you have a revoked license from a DUI, you have to go through, what is that? Uh, Diversion. Diversion, and you know, I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And plus, I had a license from Oregon and Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know to cancel. <clears throat> I didn't. I. I you I, can't have one. You can't have no, multiple licenses. You cannot. Oh, That's I, I didn't know highly that. illegal. I didn't know that. Um, and I had that. I was doing that. Why? Why didn't you just use your Oregon license in Florida? Um, I don't know. For whatever reason, I got a Florida license when I got there. So you had two licenses, and you weren't supposed to. Yes. Yes. That's very bad. <laughs> No, I, I'm serious. You know, I, the lessons learned, whatever. But um, they kicked me out mm-hmm. uh, because I did everything to offer them. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't the cool guy playing parties anymore, whatever. But regardless, so, we're going off track. Yeah, yeah. So did that happen with these five friends that threw oh, you under the bus? And the I don't remember. I think uh, the only friend that I was, uh, I took my anger out on was uh, um, Dirty Irvin. I remember I went back to school and Dirty Irvin was there and uh, he had something to do with uh, that evening or whatever. And um, I don't remember what happened, whether he he uh, gave me up or was protecting me or something. 
but it was a personal conversation we had and we were going to get it at school or something. And then we were just like, fuck this, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember you guys fighting. This is other. over it. Uh, I, what's done is done. You know, I, 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 uh, we, we, this, this sucks. What happened between us? He, but, didn't, he uh, didn't get in trouble gonna, though. You did. Yeah. Yeah. No, because the, the intent was my thought process, me taking that anger out, focusing on him was I got in trouble because of him, which uh-huh. that wasn't the case. Yeah. No, if anything, he he was probably the buffer between the other individuals, which I'm not going to name them. Yeah, that uh, I'm sure were just like Dimmick all the way. It was Ian. Yeah, it was Ian. He had a knife and told me if I didn't hold this and pull it. And um, I guarantee you, Irvin uh, Shane wasn't like that. Shane was like, "Hey, you know, I mean, I may have done some stuff last night with this individual, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. whatever." He was he was the only friend out of those friends that I was with that was actually my friend. Yeah, and uh, I think that's probably more more or less is why when I got angry at school. <laughs> Uh, back in sixth grade at, uh, or maybe it was fifth grade, maybe it was seventh grade. I don't know. No, I think it was sixth grade. Um, I correlated it to him because he was the only actual true friend I had out of those, those individuals. It's easier to blame someone you are, you know, fully, you know. Well, dude, that was some serious shit. Like that could have went, that could have went very It was criminal, man. It was criminal. You could have, that guy could have died. You could have went to fucking yeah uh what do they call it ochko I, I was an idiot it's it's pretty it's pretty lucky and beneficial to your life that you did that thing that we joke about oh, now yeah. but you didn't hurt somebody you got in trouble for it you got to learn from it and then become the person you are now because you know what i mean like i am very very lucky with what you just said that I got all of my stupid stuff out. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't knock on wood Same or here. anything, but Same whatever. Same for me, man. You know, I, I got all my stupid stuff out before, I think, 23, when I was court-ordered or whatever to join the Army, I was done with stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. You know, I've got, uh, if you, I mean, people are going to watch this. I mean, hell, go on to YouTube, not YouTube, sorry. Go on to Google, Google Endemic. You're going to see five or six mud shots of them. That's only a couple of them. <laughs> cool. You know, I'll do that after I, we're done. I, I, um, I, I got in trouble a lot. I did a lot of stupid things. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, but it, it helped but, you build your character. Oh, 101, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing to, to hide on. I can't hide it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's there. I guess you can call someone and be like, please remove my photos. But who am I, I going to call? Yeah. If it's on the internet, it's, it's done. It's there, you know? So um, all this stuff went down. See, I didn't realize it was that many balloons. I thought you broke the window of that one teacher. You know what I'm talking about? It may have only been three houses, but we were shooting balloons for hours, bro. And so Hours. then the next day that happens with the guy, you get in trouble. You you didn't have to do any, there were no legal repercussions. Oh yeah. Well, I had community service there. I was on, um, uh, I got fined. Uh, How much was the fine? I had to pay for all the damage to everything. How much was that? I don't remember. How Maybe did you like pay six, for $700? You were 12 years old. You sell I, lemonade with vodka in it? You don't remember, man. When I was I was working at uh, what is that corner store up at um 
on uh, I forget what the name of it is. We used to go in the. <laughs> I counted cans at Fred Meyer's with you after that, but the store before that on the corner of um. <clears throat> when you went up brewery grade, mm-hmm. you took that right hand turn up that street that went all the way up. When it was D Hearts? D Hearts. Is that, that what it was called? The stores, D Hearts, yes. I yeah, worked like at a... D Hearts, man. I was in the back counting. Did count. you work there with uh, Casey Martin? Yes. Yeah? yeah? Yes, me and Casey worked there. Yeah. I don't he remember that. He helped me get the job. Yeah, I worked there for a couple years. It's like a dentist office now or something. Yeah. D Hearts. I don't remember you working there. Yeah, man, that was my my first official like. I worked at the baseball park before that. I used to to, to go around and uh, I would get free uh, ice cream sandwiches. I got a, a twin uh, bike from the guy that worked there. This old bike. It's like old man bike, but I was stoked. You know, I was like, yeah, I got this badass riding bike. He, you know, he gave it to you. I earned it for working for him. It sounds so sketchy. <laughs> Some old dude just giving a eleven-year-old a bike. He worked at the baseball park, yeah, you know. I mean, that's a, a, it was legitimate, you know. I got free ice cream sandwiches too, and I got paid, I think, like two bucks a, a game or something, you know. All the laffy taffies I wanted, <laughs> laffy taffies. Mm, that was the best part about the baseball field for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was so. We were telling your kids this last night, or I was. That was when I started hanging out with you. Was in sixth grade, and I'm pretty sure all that shit went down sixth grade summer. And I was, we'd been friends for like a year, whatever. And I'd go to your house, and in the month of June, you had to do three hours of work a day. The month of July, you had to do two hours of work a day, and then the month month of August, you finally got off and only had That's to do one hour. one hour a day. And your mom was very consistent. She, I mean, all the credit is due to her for sure. Like she was worried you were going to be some <laughs> prison dude. You know what I mean? I was going down that route, man. Yeah, you know, she I mean, was uh, trying, she was trying to suck you in and get you on the straight and narrow, man. I made a bad decision. Uh, I was very lucky. I had, uh, two brothers that were older than me and they were on both opposite sides of the spectrum yeah one of them was a uh, you know pristine square the other one was uh for lack of a better word crybaby the um the uh um you had squares and you had uh wild card yeah crybaby you never seen crybaby I don't know what you're talking about. It's a movie called but, Crybaby. But he was like, he was a troublemaker squares too. Squares and something else. No, no, the squares weren't, but Crybaby, yeah, yeah he was uh, opposite, yeah. And I was right in the middle because I'd see him do stupid stuff and I'd be like, I probably don't want to do that. And then I'd see my brother do good stuff. I'm like, okay, I probably want to do that, but that's not really that cool. You know, so, <laughs> you know I, so, I, so I did both, yeah. both, yeah. both sides there growing up and, you know, I guess I made some horrible decisions once in a while. I think we all did. Yeah. I think it's good though. Like what we talked about, like it's, uh, I did a lot of things that I wish I wouldn't have, but I think they benefited me now because I I understand bad decisions. I still make bad decisions all the time, but like, at least you can, uh, you need to feel that guilt and that shame and that shitty feeling of, Mm. Man, I screwed up. Uh, I got to do something different, or otherwise, yeah. otherwise, I don't know. Man, you just keep going down the wrong way. 
No, you're right. I mean, um, I, well, excuse me. Um, I think when you're you're that young, your brain is in development mode. Yeah. That uh, the learning is um, not necessarily a stamp. Like if I take a stamp and I stamp it on this table of permanent ink, it's going to stay there. The stamps we had were water-soluble. Mm-hmm. You could just clean them up. It looked permanent. It, it, you could keep it if you wanted it to, but if you wanted to take a wet rag, and you could. And that, 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 that's the point of uh, adolescence. You know? mm-hmm. um, I look back, and there's decisions I made that uh, were good, great, phenomenal. There's decisions I made that were stupid, but I wouldn't be where I was, obviously, now. I mean, you say that because, obviously, there's no way I would be where I am at now, but it made me who I am, I'm, which is a common-sense statement, too, but... No, I you know, know what you mean. Um, I remember uh, vividly <clears throat> working at uh, behind the library, um, pulling weeds for, you know, when you were uh, young. Yeah, that was my probation. I had to, I had to go pull weeds for behind the library. That was one of the areas I did it. I would go for over to, for the county or the state or something. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, you know, that was just for one punishment. But on the same same stuff on the on the, the positive side, you know, or I guess it's not even positive or not. I mean I was I worked a lot, you know. I don't think a lot of our our friends um had jobs in high school. You did work a lot. For as much trouble as you got in, when you got in a lot of trouble, it seems like between like twelve and fourteen. But after that, like you straightened up pretty well and like most of high school, you were just making money. Well, I wanted, I had to make money because I was trying to race dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to race. And I, I, I bought when I wanted to. I used to, you know, pull up in the, the, um, I used to always park in those front dirt spots. You Where? Know? At Freddy's? No, no, no. At the high school. Oh. You, know, you had the front spots, like if the school was like, let's say right here and the road came right here. And the other road came here, and the tennis courts were up here. Mm-hmm. There was two like dirt spots right here in front of the gymnasium. They were further down to the mm-hmm. left of the gymnasium. Okay. Yeah, and I always try to get these front spots right here. But dude, uh, it is incredible they have not rebuilt that school. That school was is a it piece still of sh- working right now. Yeah, man, and it was Who, a piece of high shit school? when we went there. It's the exact same, as far as I know. They haven't done anything to it. Since we went, well, I know they redid the middle school that we went to. Yeah, yeah, they tore the middle school down. We were still, I was like twenty maybe when they tore that down and rebuilt it. I was in Florida, man. I was yeah in college. No, dude, the the high school's still the same, as far as I know. I haven't been inside it in a long time, but wow, that was dude. That was the same school. I like they built it in like uh, I want to say like. Ago. Like the forties. I don't know. I never got to use uh, when we were leaving. They 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 built all the stuff in the back where we had our graduation ceremony, where that big um, uh, I don't know, grassy area was at. They had like uh, up in the trees, in the back was like a rope thing, and I don't know, like a, a rappelling up above the field. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of crap up there for that. That was there after 2000, you know, 18. Mm-hmm. You know, 
since we left, or sorry, sorry, two thousand or nineteen ninety eight or whatever. Yeah, that, that stuff was up there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like the general structures on that that block. Oh yeah, no, dude, no, no. it's been there. Hundred? No, that can't be right. I'm sure they've they've every year they improve it, bro. But they our don't. first dedicated high school building was opened in 1915. The original high school center, blah, 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 destroyed by a fire in 1940. Present day high school building is in the same location. So it must have been built in like the 40s. Yeah, and they just keep, uh, you know, refurbishing it. New paint, new stuff like that. Yeah. Put new seats <laughs> in the auditorium, bring in new desks. But the, the, <laughs> the actual structure, they're just painting it. It's yeah. like that wall, if I don't ding it up too much. But if you think about it, that, that, that entire building is built out of concrete, bro. Yeah, it's pretty solid. But it's, it's still, dude, it's ancient. It's ancient. Uh, yeah, you uh, you started working a lot, and oh, that's where I was going. Um, do you remember, like now? Now we're thirty six, thirty seven year old men. We got bills, mortgages, uh, clothing. Uh, water bill cell phones whatever like it's just bill after bill after bill do you remember what it was like to get a paycheck like from freddy's or whatever and all that money was yours can you even imagine like i well, mean i mean, I I mean it, it it you you you're thinking about it the wrong way all that money's ours still but when i was that age i only had two bills i had how did a, you have any bills I had a cellular wireless bill. Not when yes. you were 16. I did. You had a cell phone when you were 16? Yes. Who did you call? Your grandma? I, I, I don't remember who I was calling, but I know I had no one. No one else had one. I didn't have one until I was 18. I had a cellular wireless phone. Huh. I would call. I had the little... I've got a picture, I guarantee you, of me having it. But it, it was about this size. The very bottom of it right here had a little flip out. And there was about a, I don't know, maybe a, a, a inch by two inch thing. And it was all green, lime green numbers that would go in there. And, beep, beep, and then the antenna was this little antenna that came out. Uh-huh. It was the size of a th- th- this cord, smaller than this cord. And it would, it, it was like, a, you could ding and it would, you know, and I'd put it in my backpack. And we go down to the pool, bro, on my bike. Yes. Working at Freddy's. And then I also was paying for a CR250. What is that? A motorcycle? Yeah. CR2, Honda CR250. How much was your, your monthly payment? Well, it wasn't monthly. Um, I had a XR200 that I traded in. Um, and I have a picture. I can show you the picture. It's a, with my old F, F150 truck that I had. Um, I remember racing Blair one time with it or whatever. Up the hill, and he was always talking about my truck. <clears throat> like, your, 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 you know, the truck is old and shit, but uh, I don't know what he was driving. I think he was driving like a Jetta or something. And I was kicking his ass. <laughs> you know, six cylinder, and we got to the top or whatever. He's like, man, they're cooked fast. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know it's fast. But anyway, um, uh, we, um, I, I tur- traded in my XR200 for a down payment on the CR250, and then I gave him like $4,800 uh, or whatever. And um, so I'd saved it all up. And then, so the, the, it wasn't a payment per se, but mm-hmm. when I would make that paycheck, I didn't mm-hmm. spend it, it was 
Exactly. Yeah, but you you remember when we worked at Freddy's? Uh, I'd pay for gas and everything. You else. they would pay us every Friday, and you cash your check in the store because they wanted you to spend your money in the store. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I would always cash mine. I think in the electronics area. Yeah, that was in the center of the store at that point in time. Uh huh. Um, like literally, you had the grocery store, and then like a fucking big wall. And then, like, the non-grocery store side and electronics was, like, right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to Fargo. You remember? They had the, they used to have the cigarette stand right out in the middle of the fucking grocery area. I wasn't, uh, I, I, I don't remember where that was at. You, you didn't smoke, but they had that thing out there in the middle, and his girlfriend would go and just fucking six eight ten packs in her purse and then yeah walk I, out. I, I saw the episode you guys were telling talking about uh-huh. on. um i remember uh gosh i took over the dairy section mm-hmm. i remember taking over the dairy section that was cool whoever the whoever took it over for was pissed you remember they dude they'd have pallets of oh yeah, I would of, move that shit around like Tetris in there. Well, they'd have the gallon milks in the crates, <laughs> and then it'd be like, oh, today's November fifteenth. It went bad on November fourteenth, and you'd have to chuck every single one of those fucking gallons. Well, we would in the have thing. to slice them, yeah. empty them, and then chuck them. Oh man, I can't believe yeah, that's like what you do. That yeah. we, dude, we would throw away a hundred gallons of milk. Just yeah. chuck it down that that. They didn't care, man. I mean, we could just think if it was during, um, what do you call it, uh, the harvest season, uh, we could just give it to all those Hispanics that were there. They'd have loved it. There's Because that milk was still good. Dude, it doesn't go bad the day that it says no, it does. No, well, we, we, we would keep it. I don't know if, how long we would keep it. I remember throwing eggs in the back of the little kids. No, too. dude. We, we had, <laughs> I remember throwing mushrooms. What? With, we would have food fights. I would with hit the guy, Parker in the head with shit all the time in the back. Yeah, dude. Oh my goodness! That guy that worked—I'm not going to say his name—but he worked in the um, the produce section. Yeah, good you know? guy. Good yeah, guy. he was—he was, he was, he was fucking cool. He would chuck mushrooms at us and do yeah. all kinds. Of, he, he was like 45 years yeah, old, I like married that. with kids, and he's like yeah. playing with all us 16 year olds in yeah. the back. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, those jobs—those jobs are good to have. Somebody barking. I don't know. I thought I heard something, but it's okay. Those jobs are good to have. I, I meet a lot of young kids who don't have experience, like working at a gas station or working, yeah, you know, being a swamper in the in the cherry orchards or or working at a Fred Meyer or fast food restaurant or whatever. And I'm just like, that stuff makes you appreciate a good job when you get one because you you work at a fast food restaurant long enough or you fucking deal with people's shit uh yeah, we're at subway after that too for a long time oh, I work man, at a bunch of different places that'll yeah. make you appreciate a good job and it will also make you not be an asshole when you go to a place like that like how many times at subway like i worked at quiznos how many times did did someone come in and treat you like you were subhuman and you're just like, fuck you, man. I'm I'm a person too. And then that made you be nice to other people later on down the line. You know what well, I mean? Well, no, you're you're absolutely correct. Um, I don't understand how people do that though either. I, I I've never understood that. I understand someone having a bad day. You know, like there's days where I want to just. It doesn't matter who you are. If I see you, if I could, 
You know, I just I would choke the shit out of you. You know, just 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 to get some anger out. Like, how you doing? You doing pretty good? Yeah, come here, come here. <laughs> just to see someone suffer. You know, but uh, obviously you don't do that. You don't do that. But thinking about it is 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 relieving sometimes. I guess mm-hmm. on the same page, physically being mean to someone. Like, I still don't understand that. Like, I lived in Germany for um, six years. And the first year and a half we were there, like, literally, I waved at everyone every day. Like, I, <laughs> I, we lived out in the middle of the woods, you know? Yeah. Very rare in Germany. We had, a, we had two hectares of land. I was gonna, we were going to buy it, but we didn't. And uh, the whole village... Um, you know, there'd be old people out there, young people, you know, teenagers, whatever, you know, the, my truck and car, I guess, were identified as different vehicles. Who knows? It wasn't that massive a difference, but, you know, we lived in the, uh, on the economy. I was, I was roughly, you know, 30 minutes, uh, outside of the base area. That wave every day. No one would just stare at you. You know, I should drive by. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, all right, so maybe they don't know they're not smiling. Who knows? Whatever. You know, my my Deutsch was getting better. You know, I could I could I could have conversations or whatever. And one day, an opportunity arose where there was uh like these there was three ladies outside and uh, they were one of them was very old and the other two you could tell were either siblings or friends and one of them may be sibling or just neighbors who knows but there was an old one and two young ones and they were all three trying to move the fucking table or some shit I just stopped you know in the middle of the road you know pulled over got out and I started talking to them in Deutsch you know it was very broken obviously they knew I clearly was not Deutsch if they didn't know who I was already. But they could understand what I was saying. And I asked them, what are they trying to do with the table? And if I could help them move it. And for a second, they stood there like flabbergasted. And were like, uh, yeah, 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 come over and help us. After 30 seconds passed, I picked the table up. I moved it where it was at and uh, went home. I'm not even shitting you. Less than 24 hours later, my wife, kids, everyone that came down the hill, the whole, they would come out of their houses like at, they're coming down the hill. Every fucking like we were in in input into the. They were waiting for you to do something to benefit the the community, and we were nothing but nice them the whole time. What I'm saying is, um, I don't understand how people can be mean to other individuals. I understand the philosophy behind it, and I don't want to say they were being mean to me by waiting for me to show something, but like a belligerent meanness to somebody yeah how can you sleep when you go home at night knowing that you either fuck someone over did something malicious to somebody how does that make anyone feel good i don't understand that 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 that, That, i've never understood that's the disconnect is that if if you're that type of person that will go to a subway and freak out on somebody because they put olives on your sandwich like one you've got some other shit going on in your life like you're getting divorced or your 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 mom has cancer like something's going on or you're just incapable of understanding that you're interacting with a person mm. like there's no reason to freak out especially somebody that's making your food cuz if you you don't ever want to Listen, freak out on somebody making every your person food, at subway is a sub is a sandwich specialist okay sandwich artist 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 I think that uh, I don't want to retract what I just said, but on the same page, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. Exactly, you don't. Well, and I say I that, tell my kids that all the time. I say that because uh, 
less than a month ago, maybe three months ago, I had no idea when this was. I don't know who the individual was, but there was a, a very well-known um, co-worker. <laughs> I haven't worked with him specifically, but in, in, our, in my field, mm-hmm. that uh, supposedly got into an argument with their um, significant other, uh, children, kids, whatever. I had no idea. And it arose to a uh, domestic violence type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and police were called. And he told the police that, hey, you know, uh, I'm not, not coming out of this alive. Um, and uh, went outside of the house with a shotgun, threatened him, and they shot him and killed him. But he was, uh, prior to that happening, nothing that was ever expressed about that individual mm-hmm. showed any signs of that ever being possible to occur. People snap. But it, that's, that just shows to go. You never know what's going on in somebody's life. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm that sandwich maker, which again, this takes uh, time to learn and whatever, and someone's cussing me out because I put olives on their shit, hopefully... One side or the other. This side obviously is already broken. They have no fucking clue what's going on. And they're mm-hmm. being dickhead mm-hmm. by having yelled at you for putting fucking olives on there. The other side can be humble enough to say, I don't know what's going on in his life. Maybe his dog just died. Maybe his mom just died. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just found out that he has triplets and the person that he had triplets with is... One night sleeping. stand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. Let me take these olives off here for you. How about, you know what? <laughs> I'll just make another sandwich for you. Mm-hmm. You know, being the bigger person of that picture, which is difficult. Very easy for me to roll off my mouth, my tongue, and uh, it to is, actually execute. But ah, that's the thing hard. is that if you've had a job at Subway or McDonald's or Walmart or wherever, like some low-level minimum wage job, you have had to deal with that type of stuff. And that's yeah. why I think it's important. And I'm not saying it's like a requirement for human existence but like i have more respect for people who have been through something like that because i know they know what it's like to have a shitty job oh yeah and if you're just like automatically you get out of college and then you like you're automatic you're like a senator's son and you then you're the ceo of some fucking company like i don't have as much respect for that type of person because they don't know what it's like to be normal well, you're right, and, and you're classifying normal with something else, though. What classifies a shitty job? Let me give you an example. Dude, like 80% of jobs are shitty jobs. Okay, so the guy that you got your car from. That I bought my car from? No. You just came here. Tell me the story about the guy. Oh, the guy at the budget rental center? Yeah. Fuck his job all He's day long. He's turning a shitty job into a good job by doing what? He was he was positive, but I would I I thought about and that his, when I was in line. I was like, dude, fuck his job. Pissed you off? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it pissed other people off. The reason I was why upset, is he asking all these fucking questions? Just give me my keys. Let me get the fuck out of here. Reason, How was your day, sir? Where'd you going? Foxfire? Where's Foxfire? <laughs> the reason I was upset with that dude is because there were like. Eight people in line, eight different cars that he had to process. It was almost 10 o'clock at night. It was pouring rain. We're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Was there no cover over it? No, no. We're inside a building. But he, no disrespect to him, he was making it positive and he was just, he was just. You may have been the only eight people he was going to see for the next six hours. Maybe. He wanted to get as much out of you as he could. Well, (laughs) 
he he genuinely wanted to know what people were there for and what they were going to do, which I, I get it. But like there were people I wasn't as mad as the people behind me. You should, you should have seen the people behind me. Why didn't you let Dude, them pass you, man? We all get by you. We all got Dude, you must be in a hurry. No. We all got on a, a budget rental bus from the like a shuttle from the airport to the budget rental car. And there were like six or eight of us on the bus. I grabbed my bag and ran out of the, cause I knew they were all going to get in the same line. And I was like, fuck this dude. I'm getting in line first. Cause I was trying to get here because I knew you were trying to go to sleep. Oh, I get it. I'm waiting. I'm just, I'm, geez. So yeah, I, run I, for me. I Come on. ran off that bus to get in line and all those other people knew it when they came in. Mind. <laughs> like This motherfucker, dude. He was on the same show as us. What would you have done if someone had been running uh, right by you? Uh, if you guys are sweating really by each other, would you let them win? No, dude. I was not going <laughs> to let them win. I wanted to get a rental car and get out of there, dude. Would you have, would you have blocked it with your arm at the last minute if you knew you were close to the line? Might have tripped somebody. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. And the people go, that's like what I'm talking about. Like, uh, I'm not looking forward to, what is this coming up? Um, Christmas? No. no. <laughs> uh, Black Friday. Oh. I remember dude, I, we were in dude, Yuma. It's not, not going to be the same this year. But people were... Oh man, they were just hurting each other. They're fighting, ramming carts. I'll never forget. My wife came back from Walmart or something, and she was like, she wouldn't talk to me for like fifteen minutes, and she was just livid. And I was like, "Honey, what's going on? What did I do? What did I do wrong? I've been at the house. You're bringing home a bunch of shit you just bought. I'm not angry about it. I mean, uh, what is going on here?" And she's like, "Somebody." rammed into my car at fucking Walmart. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, they were trying to run me over. I was just trying to get out of there. I wasn't even trying to buy anything. I was done. You know, I was like, I was like, they're ramming you. And she's like, yes, it's dangerous. Don't go there ever again. It's a bad day to shop. Holy shit. I was like, okay. I only did it once. And uh, I went to a Best Buy. I waited in line. No, no, no. I went to, uh, I tried to do the Best Buy the day before. I waited in line at Best Buy all night in Yuma. Did you get something? Yeah. What'd you get? I got a Canon Rebel 3 for Clarissa. You waited in line to get a camera as a gift for her? Like five hours in line, yeah. What was the deal? Why was it worth it? It was a good fucking deal, bro. I don't remember it was what like it was, but $19 was off. Oh, no, no, no. It was and you get a $5 least, gift card? At least $20 off. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what else I got. I, I got a bunch of shit that day, but... It, by the t- they were giving tickets out. See, yeah. that, 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 that pissed me off. Because I was like probably like the 212th person in line or something. And at 200 or 180 or some shit, they ran out of tickets. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, the first you know, 180 people get these. You know, you, What are you trying to buy? And if you said you're trying to buy a TV, they'd be like, oh, yeah, here's the ticket for the TV. Mm-hmm. To alleviate people from yeah. going there, you just go up, hey, yeah. I was in line, and exactly. here's my ticket. Can you have the TV, please? Because we only have... X amount of them, so there's X amount of tickets. By the time they got to me, they didn't have any fucking Canada Rebel tickets. You know, they didn't even have any tickets at the beginning, probably. I don't know, you know. Anyway, so I was waiting in line, uh, and I, if we would have known, like, you know, after 200, that's it, you know. Everyone else, it's just, if any of those people in front of the line, which I'm sure 50% of them were, you know, not going there for a TV, and they're like, hey, are you going for a TV? We have to, yeah, yeah, I'm going for a TV. <laughs> they take the fucking ticket. Yeah. Uh, then there's just random tickets, fucking shit places, you know. Yeah. So, 
but I mean, it, it was an experience. <clears throat> I would say it. Yeah, it, it's an experience. I don't. I don't think you should actually try to. Oh, never get again. Something for again, real. No. I may go to like uh, like I saw this um I I uh, saw this this meme or whatever the day. The only stores I'm like it's like Clarissa's is like hey we're gonna go out for fucking you know this is, this is, we're gonna go out we're gonna hit these twelve o'clock they open up Black Friday I'm like all right I want to go to Lowe's. You know, <laughs> like, all right, drop me off in front of Lowe's and just leave me there. I'll be good. Yeah. You know, but if she wants to go to Walmart or somewhere else, no, fuck that. I'm, I'm not interested in that. You know? No, man. It's like Target, socks. you know. Yeah. yeah it's not know? worth it. I, I get I get excited at Lowe's, you know, or, or yeah, I never wasn't Lowe's. Before we moved here, I hated Lowe's. I was like, you know, I think I hated Lowe's because when I was in Germany, uh, I bought some shit from Lowe's, which I didn't need to correlate the two because I've always been a, a, a Home Depot guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But they don't, don't have them in this local area. It's all Lowe's. Yeah. But I bought like, I don't know, $300 worth of like pesticide shit. I had to come back from Germany for uh, a safety stand down. There was something going on with some military free fall rigs that uh, someone had died and we had to go through some more training. Anyway, I came back to get some training from Germany. And I was flying back to my house um, in Germany. And they don't sell any pesticide shit there at all. Nothing. It's like illegal, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to bring some pesticide shit back, you know? So I bought like $300 worth of stuff and I packaged it all perfect, you know, whatever. And we got to the airport. And they found it and they're like, fuck, you can't take this shit with you. And I'm like, come <laughs> you on, might man. Might as well be cocaine. What are you doing, man? Fuck, goddamn. You know, I'm yeah. just trying to kill some bugs in my house. They're like, no, nope, no, nope, I'd take it all out and... I was like, well, you know, do I dump it out or whatever? And they're like, no, I mean, you can dump it out, do whatever you want with it. I'm like, would you take it home? They're like, yeah, we'll take it home. I'm like, then fucking take it, you bastards, yeah. you know? Anyway, so I, I got on the plane and I was pissed. But I think I correlated that with Lowe's. Like, yeah. fucking Lowe's ripped me off, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, you fucking goddamn Lowe's. But anyway, I'm back here now, so it's it's okay. And uh, Lowe's is uh, pretty damn awesome. I like Lowe's. Drop me off at Lowe's for... <laughs> for the Damn, Black Friday show. Yeah, yeah, I'll Picking be, up, I'll uh, be happy. eight hours later. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Well, uh, I think we're at a good good spot to shut it down. So that's, that's Time pre- to stop? This went by pretty quick. That's pretty easy, right? That was two hours. That wasn't very long. We didn't really talk about anything. <laughs> it goes quick, right? Yeah. People get nervous. They're like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, dude, it's not hard. There's nothing else you want to talk about at all? I am a fan of keeping them around two these days because I think people see them at three and they're like, oh, God, I can't listen to all that. Well, you don't have to. You can cut some stupid stuff out. And no. Put something else. Cutting, is there anything I'm that you... i uh, anything out, dude. Well, besides the things that I said I was going to cut out, I'm not cutting anything out. Yeah, I think the first portion of what we talked about, though, wasn't... We went on a lot of tangents and it wasn't very productive. Right? That's what it is, man. It's a, it's a recorded conversation. All right. I think it was good. Okay. You're a fascinating individual, and you don't have a unibrow anymore, so it's all good. I I took the unibrow (laughs) off. Actually, I didn't. I didn't. Some girls plucked it off for me uh, when I was sleeping. While you were sleeping? Yeah. And didn't wake you up? I was highly intoxicated. (laughs) 
we had a good night, you know? Yeah. And they made jokes about it. They probably did it right after I passed out. Yeah. Um, it's not like they were like, oh, they woke up in the morning, like, oh, I've got a good idea. Let's do this. Because I would have definitely woken up, you know? Mm-hmm. I just remember going to sleep. It was there. And it's not something I was worried about. But when I woke up, I definitely was like, God damn, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? My hey, face, my face cool. feels lighter. You know, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it comes back, though. I mean, I could turn it on right now if I wanted to. Dude, I know. Ear hair, man. You get hair on your ear? Hair in my ear? On or in? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll find, like, long strands. Yeah, and dude. Like, oh, well, I can like, see. In the what? sun, I'll hit it right away. I'll be like, like whoa, that's a, like a two-fucking-incher right there. It's like a hobbit hair. What's yeah, going on, dude? yeah. But it's not, like, all the time. Just yeah. random yeah okay all right well, that's, brother. that's what you want that's what you want i love you man i love you too buddy it's good to see you yeah yeah